We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now, like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and Hey Meave. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. you date me a podcast for me nicole buyer tries to figure out how i'm still single even though you could take my glasses off my face as i'm wearing them step on them and kick them right at my feet and i would still date you my <laughs> my guest today <laughs> has written on robot chicken and hosts the podcast the bechtel cast it's jamie lofted wait loftus hi jamie how are you I'm good. I'm I well, not good. Like I've I'm I've been in the same two rooms for, you know, a long <laughs> time. It's good. I think my I'm like I'm getting to the point where I'm like I don't think my animals like me. Oh no. Anymore. I can't they were really like psyched about it at first, but now I feel like they're slowly wanting some space to themselves that I couldn't provide. Fair. My dog was taking a nap in the sun today and woke himself up with a fart. There, <laughs> well, at least someone's thriving. That's good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because it's not me. It is not I me need either. human interaction. Oh, my God. Yeah. But it's okay. We're getting through it. We're podcasting. Podcasting uh, as if nothing is going on. It's great. Yeah, it's beautiful. Jamie, are you a single person or are you in a relationship? I'm in a relationship, and we moved in together two weeks before quarantine started. Dang. Yeah. It's a whole a whole thing. <laughs> before you moved in together, was it, were you talking about it maybe being a possibility that the, like, a quarantine would happen? Or no. did you just move in together? We were, we were just going to do it anyways, because, like, the right, we, we found the right area and something we could actually afford. And then, yeah, we were not. I don't know. We were at Disneyland like three days before shit got like very serious. So, oh no, 
Yeah. So I mean, I I'm I'm just proud of us for not getting COVID from <laughs> sneezing all over Disneyland three days before. Yeah, it was like not planned even remotely, and now we're just we're just learning a lot about each other. Is it going well? Mostly, yes. I think it took us like almost a month to get into like an actual like a fight about something, which I feel like given the circumstances, it could be much worse. Yeah, you could like three days in be like, I hate this person. I don't want right. to live with them. This was bad. I've made a huge mistake and I got to die now. Do you know anyone that's done like a, a quarantine breakup yet? I have I know like one set. I know somebody who is like filing for, do- like it, I don't know them personally. It's a, a story that somebody told me, a friend of a friend, Love if it. you will. Like uh, filed for divorce like a couple days before quarantine started. And <laughs> okay, I, I don't know any no. more than that. But what's the breakup that you heard of? Oh, I had a friend who uh, found out that her boyfriend was cheating on her two days Ugh. into quarantine. And they're just like they're broken up now, but they're just there. There's nowhere for them to go. They live in New York. They're just like <gasps> there. It's the worst oh, possible situation. No. <laughs> it's real bad. What a fucking nightmare. That would make me so depressed to be like, all right, well, I'm stuck here with this fucking asshole who cheated on me. <laughs> I also am like, it sounds like a bad movie, too. Like, it just sounds like a lame movie. Uh, but yeah, no, she is uh, she is not thrilled. But actually, like a month, a month out, she's like, I think I've like gone through the entire grieving process. And I just want this person like I just want him to leave. Mm-hmm. But he's there. <laughs> yeah, that that feels insane to go through like. The emotions of like this relationship is now dead. It's done. Mm-hmm. But I have to see you every goddamn day. And it's like there's always so many places to sleep. It's a very small apartment. It's like I, I don't know. It sounds it Ooh, sounds dear. I feel lucky. I feel like we're doing all right. How did you meet your uh, significant other? I met him. He was a tech at uh, the Lyric Hyperion. Um, was how I met him. And so I met him like the day he started working there. He saw like a show I did. And then we were just like friends. And then several months after that, he like, I don't even, I think he like was like, I don't know. He was really nervous, but he seemed drunk. Mm -hmm. Um, And he like asked me out after a show. And then uh, I uh, found out that he was like, living there it was it was a whole thing where we went on three dates and i'm like where you know where is your place Mm -hmm. and he's like hmm there's not (laughs) it was a more complicated question than i realized it was uh but you know figured that out and yeah we've been together for almost two years now oh that's nice were you on the apps before finding love yeah, I was briefly and I sucked at it. I was like so I don't I I don't think I shine on the apps. I don't I I didn't crack it. Fair. What was like what were you on? Were you on Bumble, Raya, fucking Tindies? I was I was just Tinder, Bumble. That's it. That's all I could take on. Mm-hmm. And it was I don't even know. Like it was I I don't I I don't do like 
app chat well. I sucked at it. I went on like a couple of dates, all of which were really bad, like <laughs> bad, bad, bad. And some of them I feel like at the end, I'm like, oh, I think that was my fault that it was bad. I was being like emotionally distant at the fucking tiki place next to the Vista Theater. Like, why did I do that? (laughs) But yeah, I did it for a little bit. And then, um, yeah, a a guy that lived in a shed seduced me. I mean, maybe that's what we're all looking for. We're just looking for a guy in a shed to be nice to us. And then we're like, we'll we'll figure out where we'll live together. It worked out great. But like, it does speak to where I was at at the time in terms (laughs) of feeling hope. It's just like, yeah, the the sweetest, cutest uh, man that lived in a shed. I was like, all right, I'll... I'll get into a serious committed relationship. Let's see what happens. I mean, it worked out two years strong. Two years strong. Do you find yourself to be like a serial monogamist? Have you jumped from relationship to relationship or do you stay single in between people for like an extended amount of time? I was like, I think when I was like younger, I, I did serial monogamy. But then before this relationship, I was single for like two and a half years. I was so I was out and about sort of but I would also do like I would go through like three weeks where I would just like fuck everybody and Mm -hmm. then not have sex for like five months and be totally fine it was just like filling reserves or something and then being like all right I'm good I don't (laughs) need to see it I don't need to see a dick for five months and that's okay with me oh I mean that's where I'm at right now depending on how long this lasts (laughs) It's going to be so long before I see a dick again. And I have cried several times at the thought of that. Uh, I also asked my gay roommate, I was like, would you fuck me? And we like teeheed. And then I was like, but would he fuck me? But But then I was like, like, I could never. It would be. No, it would be so weird. Mm -hmm. I I've I've come. I've had those discussions as well. And then I always, but I always, I think that I always come on the side of like, yeah, that would be good. And then, and then he's usually like, well, we've reached an impasse. Mm -hmm. You know, (laughs) I'm not going to fuck you. (laughs) I mean, truly last night I was like, do I risk it all? Do I go on (laughs) Tinder? Do I find some shady person who's like, yeah, come over, uh, wear a mask, whatever. I'm like, do I do it? Because there's like a way to have sex without breathing on each other. But then apparently you can get it through like sweat. I was wondering, I'm like, are we all going to become like, I don't know if it was an episode of True Life or what it was, but I saw something in high school about the people who have sex through balloons. (laughs) You know those people? No. Sex through balloons? Yeah, I remember it so clearly because it was like, I like just when you're not, you're so not horny, but you're like fascinated, like it's reading a book. Uh But yeah, there are these people called lunars and they would, their whole thing is they would get into like big balloons and like finger each other. They're each in the same balloon or they're in different balloons? (laughs) Different balloons, different balloons. And how is the balloon big enough for a person to get in? You have to like order them special from like special online stores to get like a person size. Like I need a six foot tall balloon and then you get in it and then you you can just like touch each other through 
the balloons. I don't. They didn't show the actual sex because it was just on MTV too. So I don't know how they how they did it. But like, yeah, it was the Lunars. I'm like, maybe they were ahead of their time. But I've never been. Balloons give me anxiety in general. I don't like because sometimes they'll pop. Yeah. While they're like fingering, and that's not that's no good. I don't but want I'm that. Like, are they blowing up the balloons? But then if you <laughs> blow it up, then it's like firm, and you can't finger someone with a firm blown up balloon. That's it. Also, like, what is the website? Is it like peoplefuckingballoons.com? There, I, that's one of those things where I'm like, how did you find each other? <laughs> but yeah, the balloon fetish community is like, they're out there. Yeah, Lunars. Oh, I can't. That's so upsetting that I remembered that correctly. They're called Lunars. Yes. How weird. They're called Lunars. I know. I'm like, what? And also, I'm always super. I'm like, how do you develop a fetish like that? Is it like a birthday party thing? What is it? Maybe. Maybe you went to one <laughs> birthday party and you're like, oh, my God, this is for me. This is fucking I don't it. know if I've talked about this on the podcast, but I was watching my strange addiction and this man was dating a bunch of blow up like pool toys oh and, i've seen that episode yeah yeah he like <laughs> named them and his friends were very worried about him for good mm-hmm. reason but he's like these are the healthiest relationships i've been in and one popped and he was like mourning that <laughs> yeah there was like a big dolphin right uh-huh. like there, there was, was like a, yeah it was not just people i <laughs> no and i was like maybe i should fuck my pool toys maybe but- my pool toys will bring me joy. And he would like whisper to them. I'm like, what are you whispering to this inanimate object? <laughs> he can't fucking hear you. I feel like I have been like developing. I don't even know. Just like I feel more attached to the objects in my house than I ever would have under any other circumstances. Mm-hmm. Like they because they're my I don't know. They're they're my friends now. I don't know. I guess there's like a. No, no, there's nothing in my house that I love enough that I'm going to fuck. Oh, I don't think I would fuck my items, but, you know, give it a couple weeks. We'll see. Fair. That would be a wild confession 10 minutes into the podcast. (laughs) But I've been thinking about fucking a rug. (laughs) Yeah, I think about wrapping my rug up and shoving it right inside me. (laughs) I also watched this clip on House Hunters where this woman was married and had kids and she was like, I'm a mermaid. Like she she didn't think she was a real mermaid, but she was like. One of those mer people who swims around in a tail. And I'm professional like, one. Yeah. I was like, what a niche, weird thing for someone to be into. And then I was like, on what date do you reveal to someone that you're a mer person? <laughs> I feel like you would have to meet that way, right? Like, unless that would be a fun secret to keep back. It's I mean, I don't know. I got to the fourth date before he was like, I don't have a home. <laughs> <laughs> you could get pretty deep in. Yeah, I'm four dates is honestly a pretty that's a lot of dates to not tell someone that you're homeless or home challenged. I'm I'm going to like okay, so he what he his approach and it was pretty smart was he like worked at the theater and so his whole thing was like, "Oh, come to the theater after hours and I'll cook you something and it'll be so that's where I was going. I was like, "Oh, that's such a fun cute thing," not realizing he lived in the shed at the theater and that was his last stop for the night was this legal did they let him do this or he just lived in the shed no they knew he lived in the shed it was they don't do it anymore but there was a there was just like a weird period of time where he like lived because he was he had like a very fucked up living situation before that Mm -hmm. and then they're like all right you can live in the shed get get things figured out and then he moved 
uh, into like a meth, an, a methy older couple's basement. Oh, and that was really bad. And then found found the man an apartment. Wow, a good project for me. Good project for very Jamie. very good project. <laughs> but this also is filed away in my stories of even uh, homeless men. Uh, or having more luck than me. Uh, <laughs> feels good. Feels fresh. I love it. It's a hot perspective. <laughs> yeah, I just find dating to be so... I mean, it was exhausting before. And I don't know. I don't think I can Zoom date. I don't know if I've said this yeah. yet on the podcast. But like, I can't do it because what if someone stands you up? And you get dressed up from the waist up, you do your makeup, and you're sitting in front of your computer, your whole microphone is set up, Mm -hmm. and you're like, oh my God, I might meet the love of my life via Zoom, and then they don't show up. I would literally kill myself. And I then wouldn't you be able just, to And then you're just alone. All not like that. Yes. Yeah. That's unacceptable. <laughs> I don't know how people are doing it. I know of uh my friend Andrew is in like a sort of zoom like light relationship like they zoom at like every other night and they have like an agreement they're like hey if we meet after this is all over and we hate each other no harm no foul i'm like that's i couldn't do it i definitely couldn't do it no i couldn't do that either but then also i think maybe Maybe it's a fun distraction to be like, oh, I can't wait till 830 when I Zoom with my Internet boyfriend. I ugh, I don't know. It just seems so sad. Yeah, it, it's we. I'm like, if it works, then great. I I don't know. It feels kind of like you're a 12 year old on AOL. Like, yeah. Age, sex, location, ASL. There, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think I'm just going to stop dating until quarantine ends. But then I don't know when that is. Truly, I just (laughs) I'm so frustrated right now. If I were dating right now, I would fully be in the camp of people who are like doing those like park next to each other dates. I think they're very funny. I don't know. I just feel like. It's so sad. I like like sitting next to someone. I like getting the vibe from them. I like, you know, having a drink with someone. It's hard mm-hmm. to like, you can't get drunk in a car next to each other, date, and then drive home. I don't know. I would get drunk in my own car outside my own house. <laughs> I would have like a guy drive t- to my house park in my driveway beside my car and then we would like have our little conversation and then I would get drunk and then he's kind of you know he's on his own I mean I guess I could do that but it seems slightly irresponsible (laughs) very true yeah I think I just have to like get with the times and be like dating is fundamentally different now I just truly can't wrap my head around it I I mean, just like relating to people at all, especially like that whole like the whole thing of like you either have access to sex or you don't is so scary and so sinister. (laughs) Like and then you're just like trapped. Uh, I don't know. I've never been less horny (laughs) is my pro. Like 
I feel like a lot of people who have access to sex, they're like, I don't want, I'll, I'll give it to someone else. And then everyone else is dying of being horny. There's no answers. There truly is no answers. It's one of those things where it's kind of like the grass is greener on the other side. Because I could be in a relationship. I could be quarantined with somebody and I could be miserable. But who knows? Mm -hmm. The whole landscape of dating has once again shifted. Like first it shifted to like, oh, you meet people online and you see them in person. And now it's like you meet them online and who knows? You'll never see them. Mm -hmm. So, okay, you, Jamie, you do stand up. Um, Yeah. Have you, well, your boyfriend saw you perform and then was like, I want to go out with you. So are chuckle fuckers like a thing in your life? They haven't been. Um, we're actually, well, I think there was a time. Yeah, there was a time like early in the last time I was single where I'm like, yeah, sure. Or, But then I think it was worse with just like other comedians, which at this point, I think I've kicked that habit formally forever. <laughs> but, but it took like, for for a like forever to stop doing that um and so yeah dating someone who was like i liked the show was like way uh, way better than uh someone who would also be on the show because it's like i don't know i still like run into exes i don't really want to see and then you just have to be like hi i mean i guess that's not a problem anymore but it was in (laughs) in the before times i would sometimes run into an ex at a show and it would it would fucking suck yeah it is hard when you date within the community because then you're just like it is my community like i'm gonna see these people all the fucking time Mm -hmm. at any fucking show i'm at they'll probably show up and i think in my head i like because i was doing it when i was like 23 i'm like well, I'm not going to see them forever, but it truly is forever. Yeah. Like, it's never going to stop. I'm never going to stop seeing people who hurt my feelings like <laughs> years and years ago. It's a it's a nightmare. Yeah. Unless they quit comedy and move to Idaho, you'll see these people forever. Ooh. What? But what a what a like exciting idea. If, if all of <laughs> if all of my nemeses just quit stand up and move to Idaho, what a treat that would be for me. Truly. Okay, we uh. have to take a break. Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. 
warning, things are about to get intense. Like when you stare into the eyes of someone that you really like for a full minute straight without blinking, intense, intense heat, lasting plump from the hot new lifter plump from Maybelline, New York, formulated with chili pepper. Lifter plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts available in eight sizzling shades honestly my favorite is hot honey and cocoa zing i put it on my lips and honestly it did sizzle them it sizzled them right to the moon they were plump and juicy and everyone was like nicole can i and i'm like get in line can you take the heat find your shade at maybelline.com or a retailer near you Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talk to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I got to say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash date me today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash date me. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions and flirt with the locals. Me encanta muchacho! <laughs> without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. So you guys have been dating for like two years. Have yeah. you, you said I love you, right? Yes. Yes. What I was like, um, no, we're just kind of taking the temp, seeing how we feel. Yeah. No, we did like 
I was, this was one of the, I think this was the f- first relationship I've ever been in where I said it not first, which felt great. It felt very mm-hmm. powerful. When did he say, I love you? He said it, uh, I think he said it like maybe on our like, a- after a month of dating. And it was, it was confusing to me because I was like, this is not an official thing to me yet. This, we have not had this discussion. But he seemed to be, he's like just, especially when we, it's just like the sweetest person on the face of the earth. And I think that like when I like kissed him at the end of the first date, he's like, well, that, that's it. This is my girlfriend. And just like proceeded like that was what was happening, which is not how I was thinking of it. And so we had to, and then he was like, I love you. I was like, hold on. Like, are we, are we dating? Like it was, (laughs) it was. I felt so mean like but and but I'd never been in that situation before and then uh you know I I caught up and I was like oh okay so so we've been dating for two months you know so when did you say I love you back I said it um I want to say like a month after he first said it and I was just like uh I need I need a second and then we like talked about it i realized that he was like you are i've thought of you as my girlfriend the entire season and then i thought i I cooked on that thought about that thought about how i felt about that and then like a month later i was like you win i love you oh that's sweet he's great i think that's a good lesson to let a man say it for i don't know i don't fucking know what anything is anymore i just know i keep telling people how i feel and they keep going i feel opposite it's opposite day (laughs) i don't even know how to like there's a version of it where i'm like oh that's nice he said it first and he like you know he waited for me and then in the other way i'm like you know, maybe it's just a lesson about like, you should really just let a man wear you down. Uh, I don't know. Which is it? I I don't know. I keep getting conflicting (laughs) information from people. They're like, go for the gold. The gold will come to you. Uh, I don't know anymore. I uh, sometimes just want to throw in the towel. Then other times I'm like, can't throw in the towel. You only got one towel. You got to keep doing it. There's only one towel to have. You got to cling to the towel. You got to cling to it. Do you have any advice on uh, how to get a date or how I should uh, try to date during this quarantine? Okay, so you're you're not into the car, the, the car idea, the parking no, idea. I'm going to veto that one. Okay, that's what, fair. What else is up your sleeve? Okay, what else we got? I fully agree that Zoom dating is for like people who just like don't care about sex or I mean I don't know I I guess I've never done well I guess that's a lie I've been in long distance things where we'll just like uh do like basically we're just both cam girls for free for each other that's kind of fun (laughs) I would recommend now would be I guess it's the only problem is you don't know exactly when it's over. So you can't time in your head, but you can almost time it like you're doing a weird long distance rebound situation where you're like, all right, it's going to be too emotionally intense in a way that is like kind of fucked up. And then you'll get really horny on your webcam, like 
a few times a week. And then all of a sudden, six weeks later, it just implodes and you hate each other and you never speak again. Like that, this seems like a very well-timed thing to be consumed by. It's just like a, a, a dummy who wants to jerk themselves off on camera. I mean, I don't know if that would make me happy just to see a dick on camera that I can't have. <laughs> That's true. I get. Yeah. I I don't know. Is there any. Do you know anyone who has like left their home to have sex? I feel like if if I if I did know someone who had, they wouldn't have admitted it. Oh, no. Absolutely nobody would admit right now that they did that, I don't think. But I feel like but everyone, I feel like everyone I know is being very responsible and they're just horny. Yeah, I appreciate that. I, I, I like that. I think like horny people are going to like have to unionize after this. because <laughs> There's a lot of like camaraderie and, and, and shit. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of curious about like, because no one, I feel like no one is being completely honest with where they're at like re- like relationship or just like sex in general wise because everyone's just like everything's fine everything's great mm-hmm. everything's fine but i am curious i'm like i maybe there should just be like an anonymous tip line of like but like because i have like i don't know even being in a relationship we're happy i'm great with it but it's still i'm like are people like horny to to have like to have sex with someone that they stare at 24 hours a day and and I've asked some friends in relationships and they're like oh yeah no we're we're not we're not fucking I was like okay that that gave me some relief but I don't know that fucking blows my mind that you would have somebody in your house you could fuck and you're not <laughs> fucking them that's stupid. What are you staring at each other and just cooking meal after meal and washing dish after dish and not uh. rubbing your genitals together? <laughs> We've still but it's like I thought that it was going to go like up, you know, like more because like, oh, we might as well. But it's just kind of been like regular. But we're around each other three times as much. I refuse to learn how to cook in this situation. If I made it this far in life with not like without having to learn how to do anything besides heat something up, I'm not going to do it now. I just I'm not going to. I don't know like what a sourdough starter is. I don't care to know what it is. I'm not going to I'm just not going to let this turn me into an, a chef. I don't know. That's a real hot take. I've been trying out things. Uh, they're not good. What are you doing? Well, a lot of noodles, but I don't cook them all the way because I'm impatient. But I've been making tacos. That's been a nice thing. Ooh. A little ground turkey, a little tortillas, some lettuce, some tomato, and then ranch dressing. Because <gasps> I guess it's more of a wrap than it is a taco. <laughs> it's definitely a salad in a tortilla. It's a wrap. It's I'm not eating tacos. It sounds good, though. It's uh, like I I like this is I've like I grew up like strong into dressing from a really dressing heavy family. And I've been like getting back into dressings like where I just have a dressing with whatever I'm eating just to make it taste more like something because I can't cook for shit. I mean, I love ranch. Ranch is my number one go to dipping thing. You, you could put anything in ranch, chicken, uh, uh, fucking turkey, anything, anything goes with ranch. I've got three active bottles of Caesar in the fridge. 
There, it's just I've got that. I've got the barbecue sauce for anything that comes up. I've got a vinaigrette if I'm feeling, you know, light and feminine. Uh, there's there's a there's a dressing for every like arguably than more than there is like food that is eatable. Fair. I mean, although I am doing a fancy dinner tonight with my room uh, with my roommate and his boyfriend, Ooh. so that should be nice. We're gonna dress up and make steaks. That's so nice. Oh my gosh, how is 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 the has the home vibe with self quarantine been good? Is everyone like? happy yeah it's like a nice vibe we uh have we did a little lip sync uh and we posted that online that was pretty early in the quarantine and i was like i think i'm going crazy and then i was like oh my god that was a fucking month ago i cannot believe we're still inside a month later so we might do another one who fucking knows anymore it does like I, I just have I, I've lost all concept of time. I can just tell like around what time it was based on how positive I was feeling at the time. I was like, oh, first two weeks, I was like, yeah, let's let's do a Zoom show. <laughs> yeah, that would <laughs> that's gonna be great. Like just like organizing shit. Uh and and now I'm just like consumed with dread and just scrolling emptily looking for looking for something to care about. That steak dinner sounds lovely. I cannot wait. Um how have Zoom shows been? They have been I don't know. I feel like the this was just like a really good time to already know how to stream stuff which I didn't. I feel like those are the like those are the main shows that have been a good time is like when the person in charge already knows it. Mm-hmm. But when it's just like, oh, we're all going to do stand up to our webcam to an audience of question mark, um, that feels real bad. Um, so it's been mixed. I don't know. Fair. Yeah, I haven't done one yet. I don't know if I will, because much like dating, I think stand up is more of an in-person thing. I agree. It has become, if it wasn't obvious already, it is very clear to me now. <laughs> uh, I, I like that like people are trying different stuff out, but in terms of like, I don't know, I'm, I, I, I respect the hell out of anyone who can just like stare into their phone and be like, all right, here's my half hour. But um, that person is not me. Yeah, it's not me either. But you know, that's okay. There's something for everybody to do. Just need um, tasks. Do you remember your like first boyfriend? Oh my god, yes. I I've been thinking about him a lot recently oh. because uh, because he I found out that he's getting married and he's like the first I think like major boyfriend I had that is getting married, and so I found his wedding registry and I've been like I've had the tab open for so long I okay I guess I want your opinion on this because I like it's been a mix I think it would be very funny for me to buy something off the registry and mm-hmm. because we haven't we haven't spoken not like we we weren't on bad terms but just like we have zero things in common anymore uh, but we haven't spoken in like seven or eight years and I was like, I should just get, he has like a teepee on his wedding <laughs> registry. He, and he like lit, there's no, 
no reason I can think of why he would need it, what he would want it for. Also, completely, I have no idea. But I'm like, what if I just like bought him the TP? I think you should do it. I say, why not? Um, it might be a very silly thing where he's like, oh, yeah, Jamie, the girl I used to date, my my first girlfriend is sending me off to my last girlfriend with a teepee. Right. <laughs> I also think that realistically, no one else is going to buy them that teepee. Like no one is going to go on a wedding registry and like want that to be their gift. So I think I might go for it. Yeah, but I was I was thinking about him uh, because of that. But. Yeah, it was just like a boy I met in band in high school. Oh, <laughs> pretty bleak. Cute. What instrument did you play? I was uh, an oboe girl all the way, which I think has carried me through life. Interesting. I've heard of horse girls. Yeah. I've never heard of an oboe girl. Uh, oboe girls. I feel like there is overlap with horse girls, but not me. I'm not. I'm not a horse girl, but I am a full on oboe girl. I don't even know how to like. They're just like they kind of suck, but they're ultimately fun. They're not like I mean, flute girls. That's a whole thing. I wanted to be a flute girl so badly, but I knew that I didn't have what it took. Um, but oboe girls, it's just like you're like my mom was just like, uh, we don't have any money, and this is the instrument that people get a scholarship with. So this is so here here it is. Did you get a scholarship with it? No, oh. that was horrible. Dang. <laughs> so it ended up being just kind of, you know, nine years that I spent. But I, it did get me my first boyfriend. So not for so nothing. It did kind of work out in a way for him. He's going to get a free fucking teepee in a couple months. <laughs> I usually ask all of my guests this question. But would you date me? Absolutely, I would date you. Oh, thank you so much. The question of how is like, is is the real question mark here? How would anyone date anyone at this time? But yeah, absolutely. Oh, thank you. So we've come <laughs> to the end. With Do you want to promote anything? Oh, uh, yeah, just listen to the Bechdel cast. Uh, new episodes come out every Thursday and it's a feminist movie podcast. Yes, I was on it and I talked about Ghost, which is my favorite movie of yes. all time. <laughs> um, if you like this episode of Why Won't You Date Me, you can subscribe, you can like it, you can give it five stars. If you DM me or email me um, or leave it on the the Apple podcast thing, you can write a nasty thing hitting on me and I will read it. This person said, firstly, I'm going <laughs> to lather all your parts in sardine juice because nothing turns this merman on more. Then I will proceed to Ooh. gently slide your slippery scales onto your new custom-built fish tank. Next, I'll get out a couple <laughs> cans of the finest tuna fish and proceed to fill your vagina ew, oh my. with the tuna and pickle bits. Hold the mayo. I'll provide that if you know what I mean. Ew. <laughs> I'll fill you oh so full. God. Your gills are bursting at the seams. The transformation is almost ready, but before that, I'll have to drain your sweet red mackerel of all that juicy tuna with my mouth. Ew! Of course, once you're nice and cleaned out, the transformation will be complete, and you can join me in our sea of wonder and delight. That one is fucking tough. How wild. What a full-blown nightmare. Pickle bits. This is worse 
than the man who said he wanted to turn me upside down and fill me with clam chowder. This person (laughs) has surpassed it. How awful. God, that pickle bits is really where I (laughs) lost. (laughs) I lost it. There. Pickle bits is bad. I always, I also was picturing that scene at the end of Little Women where Saoirse Ronan is frantically writing for days on end. That's how I picture that man writing that. <laughs> Just by candlelight over the course of six months. I've never seen Little Women. I probably never will. I'm not interested in small it's women's fine. problems. <laughs> it's fine it's not that great but there is a long scene of writing by candlelight which i'm assuming (laughs) is how all these guys write this (laughs) well thank you so much jamie for being my guest thank you for having me this was so fun yes 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 okay bye bye This has been a Team Coco production. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.